listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What is going on, FN Nation? John Pemby here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast, recording here on Tuesday for Tuesday six-game NBA main slate. Uh, James was actually a pretty solid Monday uh, of action. We I feel like we were we were on a lot of the right plays there, uh, and hopefully we can carry that into uh, this six-game Tuesday slate. While small, and this is certainly one of our like ideal slate sizes. We love the six to eight. Uh, when it comes to uh, slate size, there's a lot of uh, a lot of injury news already that we're looking at in this slate that can make it kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a nice little six gamer. Uh, it's definitely gearing towards fair and balanced builds. Like when you look up and down, we don't really have like that premier name. But once again, I mean injury riddled Toronto team, injury riddled. OKC team, injury riddled Charlotte team. Uh, they're all they're all out. The Pacers are all banged up. We have a lot of the the teams that have been suffering through a ton of injuries on today's slate. So uh, it's definitely going to be interesting how we navigate things. And and there should be a, a decent amount of value considering all the injuries we already have and uh, will eventually have more of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, you mentioned the teams that are dealing with injuries, and then we have like the star players that are already sitting already out, out right you know, as well you know like we know Kawhi's out Troy Young is questionable though supposedly he's expected to play we'll we'll see he missed the other day due to a calf injury um you know we know the Lakers out we know the, the Raptors are like he already mentioned there so um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be wild it's gonna be a lot of uh, interesting ways to build lineups because as we you know we discussed when we before we jumped on this is a slate that's like sort of void of star power yeah. right like there's yeah. You know, there's not that, you know, Nikola Jokic, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, you know, like none of those guys are like on this slate where you're looking at like, all right, like which 11K player are we spending up for today? Today's highest priced player on FanDuel is Devin Booker (laughs) going up against Miami, which isn't a great matchup at $9,500. So like today's your ultimate fair and balance builds. Um, Any value that comes into play, like you're going to be able to fit in a lot of guys because you're not spending you're probably not spending much more than 9K on anybody today. You know, like there, there's a few spots I think we can certainly take a look at and we'll just jump into it right now. Um, you know, point guard, Trey Young at 8,900 against Toronto. If he's active, I, I certainly have some interest. Yeah. Uh, he popped for 61 and we talked about this um, the other day. Trey's price was just too low, right? Like it, it got down to like low 8Ks and we're like, all right, well now it's Trey Young at like 8,400 or wherever the heck it right. was on FanDuel and we're like, we almost have to play, uh, play him at this point price point. He went for 60 against Chicago going up against, you know, a depleted Toronto team. Now, no Kyle Lowry. We already know about no Van Vliet. Um, you know, if he's active at $8,900 tonight, like I think that's something that we really have to, you know, take into consideration as, you know, the top point guard play. Cause I don't like Dame Willard against, against Boston with McCollum and Powell there, Chris Paul against Miami, could be an interesting spot, but like he's his production, you know, the minutes, yeah, the, the minutes, minutes have been down, yeah, the minutes have been down in two great matchups, you know, Washington and Houston. We don't love going up against Miami in generally, anyways. So, like, you know, if you get past Trey Young and then that tier, you're in the, the seven K's, you know, and in below. So, um, you know, for me, I think it's like Trey Young and then 
I don't know. I might go down to Dennis Schroeder at 69. Kemba Walker at 66 is like the next guys I'm looking at. Did they move Rozier to shooting guard or is he still a point guard? No, he's a point guard. He's 7K. So I guess Rozier can fit into that build as well. I'm with you, though, uh, in terms of Trey. I think Trey is, Trey is definitely this top point guard uh, to prioritize. 9,100 on DraftKings is a good price as long as he's fully healthy. We are starting to get a little more upside, as you mentioned. I mean, 52 or more fantasy points in two of the last three. So I could go there. I do like Brozier. I'm with you on Chris Paul and Lillard. No interest, honestly. Um, we know Kyle Lowry's been ruled out uh, due to rest. I guess my question is, if Conley plays, can OKC keep this game competitive, John? 17 and a half point spread in that game. Um, and I guess we said the same things kind of about Washington, but Washington has star power. They have Beal. They have Westbrook. OKC doesn't have anybody. So uh, I'd probably avoid Conley, too. I guess Brogdon, I mean, hadn't been great, but he went nuts against Memphis. 29, 11 assists, 9 rebounds, 1 rebound shy of a triple-double for 63 DK points. Would you consider Brogdon in a matchup that, you know, he probably sees a lot of, like, Reggie Jackson and Rondo defense? Um, I think you can because you'll be able to afford him today, right? Like, you just be someone there. I think he's maybe more of a cash game guy for me. Um, even though he did just pop off, like it's hard to trust that he's just going to go back and give me 29 and 11 again. Yeah. Um, and nine. He would yeah. one rebound from a triple right, double. Right. Almost triple double. So, I mean, so on FanDuel brought in 7,500. So it's like Rosier's at 7K if mm, you'd like him. Yeah. Pemba is 66 going up against Portland. And then we, you know, there's there's no Kyle Lowry tonight. We Do we just go right back to Malachi right, Flint? Malachi Flint. Yeah, we do. Sure do. And he played 20. We were kind of like wondering what his minutes would look like with Lowry in the lineup, and he still played 27 minutes. So you know he's going to be thrusted into like 35 plus. So yeah, you do go right back to right back to the well here. Yeah. So I mean, like that's that's an option. Uh, you mentioned Reggie Jackson's 56. Kendrick Nunn played 32 minutes the other day with Oladipo out. Um, you know, I. I don't think we're going to go there for me personally, again, because Flynn's 52. Like, this is a spot where I'm, like, probably going Trey Young and Flynn and just stacking the matchup, right? Like, or, or something yeah. of, the, of the like. You know, it's spend up for, for one, spend down for Flynn as a core play. If you want to pick and choose a mid-tier guy to pair with, like, no one's going to fault you there. But I don't think we need to go much lower, for me at least personally, uh, than Malachi tonight. Um, So I would – I think there's – Something to be said about Rondo playing 21 minutes. Uh, we know that um, Patrick Beverly's out for an extended period of time. And Rondo's minutes with the Clippers have gone 13, 15, 19, 21. So they're only getting, you know, we're only getting an increase here. Uh, $3,400. He's gone 35 and 18 fantasy points the last two games. He's 3,400. Six-game slate. I don't think it's the worst idea to take a, a shot on, on Rondo in a tournament. Um, I don't think they would have traded Lou Williams to just have Rondo rot on the bench. Uh, we know that they don't love Reggie Jackson, right? We've seen that since he arrived there last year. Like he's constantly in and out of the rotation. So um, I don't mind taking a stab on Rondo in a tournament personally. Yeah, you know, and it's a good point. And there's no uh, no Kawhi Leonard tonight. Maybe there's right. uh something to do with, with Rondo there as well. Um, just being on the floor. So 
Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's a good call as well. We know Rondo can obviously always at whatever time have a huge game, um, even at his advanced age. Um, you know, he, he like you said, he popped off for thirty-five and nineteen minutes the other day. John, so, John, John. Did we get news or something? Or no. What am I missing? Why is Brad? This is Fancy's favorite player, so I got to shout him out. But Brad Wanamaker has now played 23-23, and he played 28 minutes in a game against Atlanta that was a four-point finish. Uh, he had 25 fantasy points. He's gone 25-23-25 uh, against Boston. He only played 18 minutes. But in Indiana, he played 30 and put up 27 fantasy points. So Brad Wanamaker has now put up 23 or more fantasy points in four of five games. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Do we... Do we? It, does he make the player pool? No, because he, on Fanduel, on Fanduel, he is six hundred dollars less than Malachi Flynn. So. Okay, okay. thirty-eight hundred dollar Brad Wanamaker on DraftKings. Would he make Brad Wanamaker is more expensive than Rajon Rondo on Fanduel? Would you? Uh, that's that's funny. Um, I don't know, man. Thirty-eight hundred. Like we're looking for eighteen fantasy points. He's gotten us. 23 or more in four or five. I don't know if this is the slate where you need a Brad Wanamaker. I don't know. It's only six games. This is a, I feel like this is a slate to take a shot on a Brad Wanamaker. You don't need to, but like Would we're you also rather take a shot on a Brad Wanamaker or like a Luke Kennard today. Um, I mean, there's no Kawhi, so we know Kennard's going to start. Um, I mean, Wanamaker's, is it crazy to say Wanamaker's been more consistent whether or not he's, like whether or not Kennard is starting or not, I don't know. Maybe I think I think I'd rather take a shot on Wanamaker. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I guess if you need the money, James is in on uh, in on some Brad Wanamaker <laughs> tonight. So uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll see. I don't think I'm going to go there personally. Um, but hey, you never know. Small slates, wild, get get different. Why not? Uh, shooting guard Devin Booker, as we mentioned, uh, gets his matchup against Miami. Um, any any concerns here, back to back? I think it's funny that he's more expensive than Donovan Mitchell. That's that's the only thing I kind of have on my brain, because uh, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but Donnie has gone for fifty plus and four straight, three of four, forty actual, and four straight of thirty seven or more actual. But yeah, let's let's uh, price that Booker higher than Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell's 92, Booker's 95. Uh, chalk play, I mean, this is like... Yeah. I mean... Free. Free square. Yeah. It, it, he's the third highest price. You haven't even gotten to him. He's the third highest price. He's also the third highest price on, on DraftKings as well. So he's the third highest price shooting guy. We're talking about Paul George. But listen, we're getting Paul George back in Indiana. We're getting Ooh. revenge. We're getting revenge narrative Paul George here without Kawhi Leonard. If he doesn't go for 60... In this matchup, I'd be stunned. He's gone for 50 in three straight. And now he's going up against the Pacers at 9K by himself. It's all adding up to me. It's all adding up to me. Uh, I'm with you. Um, Also, you know, maybe he's going to avenge Kawhi Leonard, who was once upon a time drafted by the Pacers and then traded on draft day. Sure, do you remember who he was traded for? Um, it was to the Spurs. No. Dude, should I know this? Uh, Who was he traded for? 
Possibly. You should Why possibly am I forgetting? Possibly. I mean, I should... I should... Is he good? Uh, he was good then. Uh, was it like Danny Granger? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he... Uh, Kawhi Leonard... Oh, it was the George Hill trade. George Hill, yep. It was the George Hill trade. Yep. Wow. That was a in- interesting deal. I'm just it's, saying, right? Like, interesting deal do, there. Do you, do you think they? Uh, do you think that they regret that trade? I think <laughs> they may slightly regret that deal, just a little bit. Yeah, just slightly, just slightly. But George Hill was a was a decent player early in his career, so like, you know, now he's a backup. But I mean, he was he was a very serviceable guard for them. But uh, yeah, quiet too, serviceable. Yeah, yep, it's quite quite serviceable, quite serviceable. <laughs> Um, Karis LeVert went for 55 against uh, Memphis. You know, it's a uh, talk about teams popping off there. Uh, 34, 5, and 3 out of him. Tournaments only for me. He's been very up and down, and um, he's priced He's priced like he's doing it every slate. He's 7,500. And, like, come on. I, I, There's Booker, Mitchell, Paul George I'd rather prioritize up there. So I think for tournaments, if you want to be different, you go Karis LeVert. Uh, any interest in CJM? Um, he's slow, steady, man. He's cash game play for me. 8,100, I don't think that's something I would, you know, use in tournaments. But I would definitely look at him for, for uh, cash games. Uh, middle tier, we have Marcus Smart at 69. Devontae Graham at 66. Um, for whatever reason, Talon Horton Tucker only played 22 minutes last night. Didn't start. Sixty-five hundred for him against Charlotte. Uh, Gary Trent. Yeah, that's where. Yep, there's your supersonic a couple games ago. Um, Sixty fantasy points, (laughs) twenty-seven against the Knicks. Uh, You talk about a guy who's been rather inconsistent, but uh, this is another spot for him. Yeah, seven. I mean, look, we're never gonna get seventeen of nineteen from the floor again. But I mean, back on. March 31st, he went 12 of 22 for 31 actual. So it's definitely possible. It's definitely in the cards. Uh, there's no Kyle Lowry. There's no Van Vliet. So uh, definitely in play, 6K against a bad Atlanta defense I'm in. Uh, Joe Ingles, back to the well here? Yeah, there's going to be no Clarkson. He's going to play 30. If if there's no Clarkson, he's going to play 30 minutes. He's going to give us 30 fantasy points. What's not to like? The only, the only concern is if this game stays competitive right yeah it's 17 and a half points press that is big do you think terrence man gets any additional run uh do you i think would starts like man or canard they always start canard they always bring um they always bring man off the bench so i mean you can play him in a tournament it's not like exciting but um neither is like playing kcp at the same price tag right so I'm looking. Where is KCP here? This is. He's forty six hundred. Uh, I don't think he is a shooting guard anymore in Fanduel. Position uh, change. Position change. Uh, small forward. Contavious Caldwell Pope. Okay. Well, playing some of his uh, best basketball of his career right now. Looking, looking <laughs> like the man from Detroit. You know? Where where we'd get fifty, and then the next night we'd get six. Yep. 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 Exactly. Um, any value shooting guards that you're taking a look at that we haven't mentioned already? Nah, on Fanduel or on DraftKings, it's KCP, and that's honestly where the interest on us just dies. 
right. Uh, we got small forward. We have buckets at 94. We got Jalen Brown at 8K. I think Jalen Brown at 8K is a nice, nice little play there. Uh, Bogdan Bogdan continues to ball out. I know that there was no trade the other night, but uh, no Gallinari still. So no, no Reddish, no Hunter. Uh, I think Bogdan Bogdan at 73, uh, very much in play. Um, if OG plays, he's 7,100. You can run it there. Kyle they, moved must- they moved OG back to small forward, huh? They did, yeah. OG's back at small forward. Oh, they moved him. Oh, no, he's been small forward. He moved him back to small forward on DK. That's what. Oh, okay, yeah. Siakam's a power forward on FanDuel now, thank God. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so they have OG there. Kuzma, small forwards against Charlotte. We've been loving that play. He's seven. Yeah, man. Yeah, 30 minutes last night after being questionable, so that's good to see. Uh, he just he shot the ball poorly, which he's done a lot lately. The last three games, under 40%. So, you know, positive regression is bound to come for Kuzma, who's shooting 43% for the year. Who does uh, Miles Bridges dunk on tonight? <laughs> everybody? Is that the? Can, can we just answer everybody? Yeah. Um, he's, he's all the way up to 6,200, but deservingly, 44 and 35 yeah. fantasy points the last two games. It's been pretty good. Three of the 40 last and 37 minutes in those last two games. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to keep him uh, keep rostering him despite the elevated price tag because he's been really good. Yep, he was one of my favorite players coming into the year, and then Gordon Hayward ruined that. So <laughs> um, that's probably it, though. Again, small slate. Anybody jumping out to you value wise? Um, we didn't mention Lou Dort's name, but he's a small forward eligible player. Yeah, he's a small forward on FanDuel as well. Thirty Six, minutes, six k. Thirty minutes. He's 53. I'd rather pay 53 on DraftKings. 26 fantasy points, 30 minutes. I think that's noteworthy. Um, oh man, other than that, though, it's... It's like, bleak. I mean, there's... there's Yeah, it's it's not great. at small forward here. Like, Well, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not great. Like, I do like a lot of these players, you know, but there are 8K under, yeah, nobody, under There's really nobody lower. Yeah, I would say my interest level cuts off at... Uh, uh, I guess you know Mikel Bridges has been up and down. Yeah, the matchup of... against the matchup against Miami was my only sort of hesitation. Well, I might, I fully expect Butler to be guarding uh, Booker. Booker. So I think Bridges will have a pretty good spot matchup. But you know, twenty three or more fantasy points in in five of his last six games is decent, and we know he has like potential blow up every so often. So. Um, I think that I have some interest, but you know, that's p- partly due to the fact that the position sucks. Yep, under six K. Under six K. Yeah, that's yeah, I agree. He's fifty six on Fandle. Uh so it could certainly work out there. Power forward, Jason Tatum is the top price power forward. Um He's doing better. Three three straight mm-hmm. double doubles for him, three straight yeah, games of ten rebounds. Um and nice. the assists have been there, John. The assists have been there. Yep. Four of the last five with four or more. So he's Taking on a much larger role in general. Yep, 41, 41 minutes in two of the last three as well. Like he was right. just on the floor. Yep. He's going off. Uh, he was recently called out by Kendrick Perkins for he being was. soft. So hey, and look what happened. And that's what happened with Shaq and Donovan Mitchell. And look what ha- Donovan Mitchell's done since then. You know. Yep. So uh, Tatum is responding in kind there. Uh, <laughs> Sabonis went for fifty the other. Night. I mean, everybody on this team apparently went off against Mike. <laughs> Uh, but thoughts on them against the Clippers tonight? He went for 50 against the Clippers earlier in the year. And, uh, you know, I think Marcus Morris is a good defender. You know that firsthand. He's the 
I'm pretty sure that you deemed the LeBron, the LeBron stopper. stopper, right? I'm pretty. I remember that. He had the that. best individual defensive rating against LeBron James. Great. I'm so happy for him. I'm sure LeBron still shot like 60% for the floor against him. Um, so yeah, I could I could get behind some supporters. I think it'll be contrarian uh, here. I think a lot of people will gravitate towards Siakam. I think a lot of people will gravitate gravitate towards Tatum. Uh, just based on their matchups. So I think Sabonis is a contrarian play uh, at the top of this position. Uh, Siakam's a good call, too. 8,700 against Atlanta. I think that's uh, someone that we can certainly take yep. a, a look at here. Um, where are you with Jalen McDaniels? He's up to $6,000 now on Fender. Holy. Um, I mean, let me tell you, it's a lot easier to, to plug and play McDaniels at 4,300 over on DraftKings. Yeah, so I like playing on DraftKings. You don't have to think about it much on Fanduel. I also probably wouldn't think about it because I probably wouldn't play him at six K. I don't know. Maybe maybe you do, but like this matchup is going to be slow as molasses, and uh, I like I don't know six K. Do you need to go there? I guess like uh, PJ Washington is probably. I was going to say if he sits, then like maybe you think about it more, but. In the same token, like, you know, another guy who returned, Darius Baisley, 36 minutes in his return from injury after a month off, 35 fantasy points, 5,500. I'd rather go there. Uh, I'd rather go to Marcus Morris, who, by the way, you know, is really good at basketball, and we continue to tell people that he's really good at basketball. And and no Kawhi Leonard tonight. And, uh, John, I I mean, like, did you see what he did last time without Kawhi Leonard? 33 actual yep. points. Yep. Like, they don't price this guy up. What so, is he uh, on DraftKings? <laughs> uh, $5,000. 54 on FanDuel. Both, so. Morris, both Morris's are 5K. Um, Mark Keefe is 52. I think they're both in play, honestly. Yep. I'm not going to I'm not gonna disagree. I mean, they start Mark Keefe at power forward and Kuzma at, at small forward, so... Um, all of, all of that works for sure. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody else here? What do you, um, does Ken Burch interest you at all? I know he made his debut and, uh, you know, played, uh, like 16 minutes there or whatever it was. Um, 17 minutes, 10 fast points. Um, maybe he's a men salary center on DraftKings. Okay. Stone cold men. Stone Cold. All right. So I have more maybe floating interest then on on DraftKings. On FanDuel, he's a power forward at forty four, so probably a little bit a little bit too much. But I thought it was interesting that he uh, that he signed with them and you know what the rotation tends to look at there um, at the center position. Capella against Toronto, um, I think is going to be an easy play for a lot of people. Capella's alive. After yeah. getting after the Miles Bridges dunk, I wasn't sure. Yeah, he's alive. Thirty. He still had twenty and fifteen in that game. So, um, he's ninety three. Bam against Phoenix is eighty three. Gobert is at eight k. The enigma that is Chris Boucher is at seventy eight hundred dollars. Um, Drummond, after an absolute disappearing act last night in twenty five minutes against the Knicks, three points and ten boards. Oh, he gets Charlotte. God he damn gets it. Charlotte at seven k. <laughs> um. Honestly, honestly, I mean, listen, Robert Williams, you know, if you want to consider him, the minutes were trending a little bit back up. I know Tristan Thompson's there, uh, but Cody Zeller also lately has been seeing uh, some decent production. I know against Atlanta, only saw 16 minutes, but uh, with Hayward out, 
You know, he's been a guy that has uh, stepped up. He's had double doubles in three of the last five. Um, I don't know if there's any interest for, with you there. And then, of course, Nurkic and Cantor pop on as well. Um, so Rob Will's fine. I'm willing to go back to the Drummond well, I think. I'm willing to give him another chance, 6,700. Uh, the 25 minutes weren't great either, John. Like, that's not great to see that he only played 25 minutes, considering it seemed like we were destined for 30. Yeah. Uh, Boucher tournaments. Sad we can't play Moses Brown anymore. I'm sad about that. That, like, suddenly he's back to, like, 19 minutes again. Like, why? Why won't they just give this, let this guy, let this guy just do what he does? Um, do we need to play Cantor or Nurkic? I don't think so. It's, it's uh, Boston. That was my only, my only. It's, it's like the spot is good, but. Cantor goes back to 19 minutes when Nurkic returns, you know, and Nurkic only played 22 minutes himself. I'd probably prefer Nurkic. He's cheaper on DraftKings. He's starting and he played more minutes. So I would lean Nurkic if I were to pick one of those guys. But I mean, you know, uh, and then Zeller, like, yes, he had been playing great, but he's kind of turned into a enigma as well. He only played 16 minutes against Atlanta suddenly. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, that's I don't, I don't know how to predict and project. Um, I, I do know that Tony Bradley continues to play 20 plus minutes, and he went crazy. Yes, in a revenge narrative, but um, so I think someone to also consider. I mean, I don't love this position. Um, like, I don't know who I would honestly call safe here i don't feel like there are many safe options i think DraftKings did a good job of leveraging clint capella at 85 because mm-hmm. uh it makes you really think because there's not really any safe plays uh i, I guess mean, 80, i mean i don't 80, know I, I think capella is fairly safe yeah but that but that's what i'm saying like he's safe at 85 he's been a lot cheaper than that for, I mean, I guess he hasn't, right? 88, 80. He's been, I guess recently he's been more expensive, but um, outside of him and Aiton, who's been really consistent lately, I don't love, I don't love this position. A lot of GPP darts for me. Uh, Nurkic in tournaments. Um, like even Zubak, like he was good last game, but look at the four games prior. He sucked in those games. And, you know, seven assists is such a, an anomaly. We're not going to get that again. So, um, would you take a shot on Goga? No, Miles Turner. He only uh, played 18 minutes, but yeah. 26 fantasy points. It's, I mean, he's a high fantasy point per player minute at the time. But again, like everybody, for whatever reason, that success against Memphis. So, <laughs> uh, I have like who, I don't know. I, I'm just like trying to think of who my favorite center play is, and I, I guess it's PJ Washington officially ruled out. Okay, well, um, Zeller, Zeller's immediately bumped back in there. Zeller immediately bumped back in. Under five k, yeah, he's he's immediately Terry Rozier doubtful. Oh my god. Well, I'm happy we haven't ended the pod. Um, the, the entire so, John, it was always Brad Waterman. It was always <laughs> no man. It's we're going back to Devontae Graham, Jalen McDaniels. Uh and uh and Miles Bridges, of course. Say uh, Brad Wanamaker's if... name. You better say his name. I'm, say not, his name. I'm not committing to Brad <laughs> Wanamaker here, but this is a 
I, I am curious to see if any more news comes out here uh, as we record live. We can't we can't extend this forever though, so you may just have to uh, catch us in the chat uh, as we wrap this one up. But I think Washington out and Rozier out for sure solidify maybe some of the guys that we were uh, on the fence about. Yeah, on the fence about, for sure. Um, I think it just, yeah, because they're not going to have a rotational man now in the front court to bump Zeller out of the center spot. He should start and probably play 25 to 30 minutes tonight uh, with like Biombo off the bench. Uh, And then Rozier, Devontae Graham, for sure. I wonder which Martin gets a boost, right? Like Caleb Bracotti probably now going to re-enter a rotational spot here or at least see more minutes. Right. Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see. You can. You never really know which one it is. They change it up <laughs> all the time. Um, it's probably uh, the same Martin that plays. They just switch jersey. So I always uh, thought that about the the um, the Morris brothers because they have the same tattoos as well. Like how how do you know which one? Like they literally have the have a joint bank account, the same tattoos. Like genius. Like they could literally be just. One could actually be part of the league. Like, hey, man, I want to win a championship this year. All right, I'll let you play in L.A. this year. Well, there was a, I don't know if you remember the, the, the rumor a few years ago after the Sixers got knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, um, Markeith was in the stands, and Marcus was, on, was playing for the Celtics, but Marcus was, like, a little bit banged up, and he was active, and people were like, I wonder if they just switched. <laughs> and, like, the healthier Morris twin is, you know, in the game – and Marcus is just sitting in the stands pretending to be Marquise. I think this is uh I think this is something that we need to possibly get Morris Brothers on our uh, podcast to talk about. Okay, see see if it's true or not. Reach uh, out to them. Right, we we've delayed long enough. No more <laughs> Hornets news has come through. So at least for now, Washington out, Rozier doubtful, which I think means out for the most part. It's rare players yep. rule doubtful than in. So uh a smaller slate, smaller play pool gets even smaller, but it maybe clears some of the fog that we had on at least this team and their matchup tonight uh, against the Lakers should be a good one. Um, any final thoughts here, James? No, but definitely monitor the news. If we're going to get news out of left field like that with Rozier and uh, I mean, PJ Washington was considered probable. So yep. uh, now ruled out. So definitely monitor the news per usual. And we'll have a full slate. Ray's playbook is already out. His core play is already out. Cores are out. I'm on the starting five. You'll get James and myself on the live stream tonight uh, as well. So uh, you're listening to us now. You'll hear us say the same things in a few hours. Um, and we'll re- lead you right into roster lock, which what time is it at tonight? Is it is it seven seven thirty? Oh, seven thirty again. Seven thirty huh? once again. A little bit of a pushback. We'll let you guys get the time to put your MLB DFS lineups in, and then come and uh, get the roster lock for basketball as well. Uh, for now, we will catch you all later. 